The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul that seeks him. The Christian tradition relies heavily on this particular verb, seek. Seek the Lord where he wills to be found. Seek first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. And Jesus asks the people who come to the tomb, who do you seek? And from Lamentations this morning, the Lord is good to those who wait to the soul that seeks. Our lot in life, according to scripture, is one of seeking. Our orientation in this mortal life is one unfolding search. We search for truth, for beauty, for meaning, for love, for God. Life is a search. And as St. Augustine says in his confession, Our souls are restless. In the human life, we have a fundamental choice. How will we go about this search? For many, there's great anxiety. The search can seem exhausting. And for all of us, at times, this is true. The search can be full of grief. But with hope, these times pass. And at our best, We can choose to search with joy and delight. When I asked Claudia and the girls to talk about Rick, this image of the seeker was prominent. And as they described him, and as I've talked with many of you about Rick, that sense of delighting in the search, in the seeking, came through. Rick Simoncelli had a certain delight in the search for meaning, for truth, for beauty, and yes, even for God. Rick found joy in searching in some unexpected places. He was a bit of an eclectic soul, probably because he delighted so much in the work of seeking. He found beauty in the wide variety of creation. I have to tell you, partly for the benefit of our new organist. This is his second service here. It is not common to have a funeral that combines both Bach cello suites and a gospel choir. (laughs) For Rick, the search was wide. But for Rick, the search was also deep. Rick was probably what we lovingly call in the church an an Adventist Budapalian. He found comfort in the words of scripture, and he found solace in meditation. Rick sought God in all the places the Lord might will to be found. He also considered the deep questions. Many of you know of Rick's work with the downtown library. He delighted in the work of opening the renovated building, but he also found fun in the fundraising. The Charles Glenn Gospel Choir that's with us this morning was invited to sing at the invite-only opening of the new renovation. Rick thought the big donors could use some soul. (laughs) And Rick's soul work was deeper than just the funny juxtapositions. And Claudia shared with me some of Rick's journal. He was proud of that work at the library but he was worried for the homeless and housing insecure residents downtown. 
Rick kept notes on a particular neighbor of the library who appeared to be sleeping rough. In his journals, Rick named the man Joe. Each day, Rick noted Joe's location and how he seemed to be doing. Rick's seeking included a dissatisfaction with the inequalities, the injustices, and indignities faced by so many in our human community. Rick may not have found all the answers, but seeking justice mattered deeply. Jesse asked me as part of this homily to explain the tradition we have of veiling the coffin or the urn. It's a beautiful urn that was cast by a friend of the family, and we cover it in the service of the funeral. Because in the eyes of the church and before the eyes of God, all are equal, no matter what their coffin or their urn might look like. So the church covers every coffin, every urn with the same veil. I think this fits with Rick's sense of the search for justice, even if we can't always find it. In this sense, the Rick Rilke poem that the family chose for today fits so well with our readings from Scripture. In our human life, we sometimes don't know the answers. We're not even sometimes sure of our own identity. As St. Paul writes in his first letter to the Corinthians, we now see as in a mirror dimly. Well, if that's true, then Rick was the kind of person who seized the mirror with two hands. He knew he wouldn't get a full picture, but he was going to tilt the glass in every direction. He was intentional about the search. And in the midst of it all, he found the joy, beauty, and love that he could. In some ways, Rick's delight in the search made these last two years all the more difficult. I only met Rick this last January, after his search had been frustrated by cancer. Watching a man who loved words so deeply struggle to speak, it was hard. In many ways, the grief we face today at Rick's death began two years ago with the diagnosis. Still, many of you helped comfort Rick by reading to him. Amelia read from the Tibetan Book of the Living and the Dying, perhaps helping Rick continue his seeking. In part, we can be thankful today because his suffering is over in this world. A word from Rick about grief. Writing about a death that had touched their family to his daughter Jessie, Jessica, Rick said this, Get some fresh air if you can. Just give yourself some immediate time to grieve. That is important, mentally and spiritually. As usual, the perpetual dad doing his thing here. Thanks, Rick. We are here in part to do the work of grieving. Grief is important work. And if you find yourself searching for meaning, if because of the loss you find yourself seeking solace and truth, as strange as it may seem to say so, I think Rick would be glad. He loved the search, and he would be glad you're seeking. Keep at it. Keep looking for meaning. You'll be perhaps unsurprised to hear a priest say so, but I will say, 
keep looking for God. The seeking matters to our souls. As much as the search itself, so does the way of seeking. Today we give thanks to God for giving us Rick Simoncelli, a man who searched with delight, with joy, with a desire for justice and with deep love. We pray that his search continues to inspire our own, that we might find joy in the wide variety of creation, find joy in the seeking. The Lord is good to those who wait, to the soul that seeks. Amen.